Okay. Oops. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Signal slightly dodgy, so I'm going to give it another couple of seconds to settle down. Don't really see why it's a dodgy signal when I'm on the cloud, though. Let me sort the volume out over here. There we go, now we go, 50%-ish. There we go, okay. 45 seconds in, it's settled down, more or less. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Free Association, live from Newcastle-upon-Tyne Central Station in, in the UK. The way that I normally do it is just to ramble on for 20 minutes or so. So that's probably what I'm going to do at, at this point in time. I've got some things I want to talk about that are, that are a bit vague and a bit philosophical, but uh, I, had this, I had this idea when I was in the bath, that if you start from uh, James Lovelock's Gaia theory and apply Hegel's logic to it, you get to a place where viruses don't exist. And if you get to a place where viruses don't exist, you get to a place where the pandemic doesn't exist. But it starts from Gaia theory. It starts from the assumption that the, the planet is a, a harmonious ecosystem. It then develops into things that look like they're conflict and things that look like they're hierarchies, but actually they're all part of one big ecosystem. So if you apply the same logic to the human body, how can there be an attack from the outside? There can't be because it's, it's all part of an ecosystem. So the idea of being attacked is, is a misunderstanding. It's, it's, it's ignorance. So... Um, I'm thinking about this stuff because the soup kitchen's imposing a, a mask mandate again. They're asking people to wear masks because of an increase in COVID cases, allegedly. But I, I haven't got the time to kind of go into it with, with, any, with the person that's on the door. I'll just say no. No, thanks. Not doing it. And it's, there's not enough time to go into the philosophical assumptions and the, and the logic behind the no that I've just said, but there is some, there are some philosophical assumptions and there is some logic behind what I've said. I just, uh, I need to articulate it a bit more clearly and I need to look at, I need to read Hegel's Science of Logic, basically, to find out exactly what he was talking about, because it's all about human consciousness. It's about a dialectic process and a contradictory process within human consciousness. So it's, it's the I Ching, basically, but within human consciousness. So the I Ching does it with nature, and Hegel does the same thing, basically, with uh, with human with the development of human consciousness. So, but I need to read it. I need to read it to to be able to explain at least the basic principles to people. Because it's, I haven't I haven't read it. I read Phenomenology of Spirit a long time, well, five six years ago now. And I've forgotten most of that, and it was it's a difficult book to read, but uh, probably worth it. So I'm guessing Science of Logic's going to be worth it as well. 
I don't know for sure, but I've had I've had a copy of Gaia Theory on the shelf, and I've read that. That's twenty years ago at least, so I need to reread that as well. So I start with James Lovelock because it's shorter, and then work my way through Hegel and see if I can come up with the way to apply the logic to get to a place where viruses don't exist, and it's all a misunderstanding. This terrain theory makes sense within the context of, of the Gaia hypothesis. It makes total sense. But it doesn't make sense within the context of germ theory. So, we need to, I need to look at it and develop something with it. I get this kind of stuff when I'm in the bath. It kind of, it just shows up. Uh, I get a bit of water immersion telepathy going on as well. I get, I get other people's thoughts coming into my head. It sounds a bit schizophrenic, but it isn't because everybody's telepathic. It's just not everybody realizes they're telepathic. To a great or a lesser extent, we all are. And you kind of you can kind of get under get underneath your ego through trauma to the place where everybody's connected and everybody's got telepathic thoughts of other people coming in, jumping in and out of their head all the time. You just don't realise it. But once you realise it, you can you can either spend time with people whose thoughts you like, or you can you can put a boundary around it and and stop the other thoughts from coming in. But uh, I have to realize it first. You know, I'm jumping around a lot and I've just finished my coffee so I'm going to drink the milk now. There we go. Enough milk. There's enough milk there to last me 10 minutes at least. So, yeah, so you've got to start from, you've got to start from what water immersion telepathy, from telepathy or from connectedness. If you start from an assumption of connectedness, you can get to a place where terrain theory makes sense. But if you start from separation, then the only thing that makes sense is germ theory. And somewhere along the line, both, both probably exist and, and neither of them are accurate anyway. I'm not convinced that either are a complete explanation, but that's where I am. So I've got two competing hypotheses going on, and I'm trying to I'm trying to marry them up because I think they both apply. So where there's an underlying assumption of separation, there will be there will be attacks by germs, basically, and where there's an underlying assumption of of connection and unity and, and cooperation and harmony, there's no possibility that germ theory can exist within that environment. The environment's different. So at that point, germ theory becomes a toxin within environment theory. And, has, and it has to be dealt with as a toxin. 
Yeah, that makes sense. You know, so there's a Venn diagram there with environment theory as the Gaia hypothesis. And germ theory as a subset of, of that. So that makes sense to me. Right, so can you do that the other way around? I'm pretty sure you can do it the other way around because, uh, well, it, the other way around is an individual level, isn't it? So germ theory is an, is an individual thing, whereas terrain theory is a, is a holistic thing. It's an everything thing. So if everything is one, but then at an individual level, if there's a if there's a separation if there's a sense of disunity so it's a sense of disunity that creates the disease it's the it's the underlying assumption of disunity that produces the environment in which germ theory can exist which is another way of saying what i've just said i think probably but i'm trying to work this out in my head as i go along so it's probably going to be a circular argument for, for a while yet all right can I do this in numbers can I do it in maths can I turn it into a formula so so ecosystem so harmonious ecosystem equals Gaia, no, no equals uh, so harmonious ecosystem is terrain theory, and within that, you've got germ germ theory, which is an assumption of disunity, plus an assumption of good versus evil, evil of uh, opposition. So all all of these things add together to produce. Well, good versus evil is probably an assumption of germ theory because it's oppositional. So within, within the harmonious environment, there's a subset that's an assumption of, of opposition. And within that assumption of opposition, there's Hegel's logic. And within Hegel's logic, you can then get back to the harmonious environment, the harmonious ecosystem. So that's, that's kind of, I think that's probably how it works somewhere down the line. I'm not quite sure, but, uh, but I'll figure it out. All right, I think I'm, I'm worn out now, so I'm going to stop because I've, uh, I've gone on a bit of a journey there.